It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. All right, we're rolling. All right, son. All right, son. Welcome to the Friday Night Roundtable, the radio roundtable, the podcast edition, where we talk, um, well, we're a bunch of baseball announcers, but we rarely talk baseball, I guess. <laughs> My name is Scott Fransky. Kevin Franzen is with us. A thumbs up from Kevin Franzen. Larry Anderson wearing his I've Stopped Listening shirt. He is also here. Tim Jackson is with us. And so is Ben Davis. Ben Hameen. Hello, everybody. Bienvenido a la quadrangular mesa. You actually sound like you're in Mexico right now, too. (laughs) (laughs) How's everybody doing? Survive another week of your quarantine? Yep. All right. Another inch on the beard. It's amazing. Yeah, Kev, Kev, your beard's getting there. Yeah, appreciate that, JJ. Um, it's a lot of work, a lot of boredom, a lot of brushing. Badger, by the way, the badger comb or brush, whatever you want to say, is ama- yeah, like it's the best brush. Badger fur. Did you know that? Does Ben have one? Then it's not the best brush. Larry, I will tell you this. I've had the same hairbrush since I was in sixth grade. Oh, that's the hair, same hairstyle too, right? Same hairbrush <laughs> in sixth grade, and that's—I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. That's a damn same good toothbrush brush. too. No, I just—I just changed out my toothbrush, Larry. So I, I don't know just what's more remarkable. What's that? I don't know what's more remarkable, Ben. The fact that it's the same—that the brush has survived all this time, or that the brush—that you just haven't lost it. Yeah, that—that's another part. Like you've moved, you've traveled, you've been in umpteen hotels. Um, like, do you have a separate case? Kept okay. it. Okay, you want to hear the most amazing story ever? I yeah. Why That's not? It. Years All ago, time in the world. Years ago, we're down playing the Orioles. I'm with Seattle. We're playing the Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Larry. What happened? So he's not listening. We're playing the <laughs> Orioles at Camden Yards and we're there you know obviously we leave we get back and I don't know what happened to my hairbrush I thought I left it in the hotel room I'm beside myself because again I've had this brush since I was in sixth grade we go back the following year to Camden Yards in the clubhouse and I go to in in, you know to brush my hair after the game I go there's my brush (laughs) I left it in the clubhouse and I took it, and I scrubbed it, and I cleaned it, and I still have it. I took it back. I took it back in possession. Oh. I wonder what it was used for in that year, though. Valid <laughs> <laughs> point, JJ. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. Now you had to bring up that, JJ. Jeez. <laughs> well, he scrubbed it. He's think, good. Um, like, who were the possible top guys in the American League that might have used it in that year? Good point. Think of all the Yankees going through there. Ichiro. Just the Yankees. Are There's the some good DNA in there. in there. Some good DNA. Larry Ichiro was on my team. He could have used it. 
Yeah. He was a hairdryer guy, huh? No, I just always he always always put a hat on. He was a hat guy. Did you ever try to touch his glove? Did you ever oh, try yeah. to do that? Yeah. Because then you have an obsession. Ichiro had an obsession. I heard about not you know people not bringing his glove out. He had to go in and get it, and take the field. Well, the thing is, the reason he wouldn't, if he made the last out of the inning, he would typically take his helmet off, and you know, someone would bring you your glove and your hat. He didn't want people seeing his hair, so he would go back in the dugout, put his. I mean, as soon as he took off his helmet, he put his hat back on. Yeah. Did he have nice hair? He had a good quaff. He had a good quaff. How do you spell that? B o i f f. Hey, it's two different worlds if you do it. It's not Q u a f f. That's not the other one that Fransky brought the hard up either. Way last night, I always thought it was Q u a f f. But quaff is to drink, preferably an alcoholic beverage. Thank you, Kevin Franson. But it, it relates to both of it. Like that word relates to you in two ways, the quaff and the quaff. You like to drink Jameson, so it's all good. Valid point. Yeah. Well, Ichiro was really that vain about his hair? Yeah, I mean, he just didn't like to be in public. And, and that See, was, I always thought it was about his glove. I never knew it was about his hair. No, he didn't. I mean, I would never stuck my hand in it, but he would always condition. He had this Mizuno. It was always like a shoe shine brush, and he would always condition the glove after the game, after every game. I hear he'd had it since the sixth grade. <laughs> Did you ever watch him bubble wrap his bats? For a year as well. He kept his bats in a humidifier. Yeah, he had his own trunk. That's amazing. Yeah. Is there any, really? any guy that you played with, Ben or Larry, that had the craziest quirks about just was, – was that, Ben, the, the craziest one? He was pretty superstitious, I will say that. Um, who played with her? He could do it because he was so darn good. I was very superstitious, but I stunk. You know. Turk, wasn't it Turk Wendell that had all the crazy – The nines. Uh, and the licorice and all that stuff. Like, come on. Yeah. Did, you know what, any of you three guys step on the lines? You ever, did you not step on the lines? No, I did not. I didn't. But we had a guy – I played with a guy. and I, I, I might have told this story to you guys some other time in the past, but I, I can't remember his name. But – like he, if somebody touched him, he had to touch him back. He, oh, that was Rajay Davis. We had that. He, like, if somebody tagged him at first base, yeah. like on a pickoff play, he'd have to touch the first baseman after he tagged. Him. So, like, if he get gotten a in a rundown and it was the third out, and he got tagged out, the guy that tagged him, he would chase him. I'm not kidding. He would chase him <laughs> to the dugout. The inning's over, but he would chase the other teammate to the uh, other team guy to the dugout that tagged him and touch him it, it was I, i'm telling you not a it, it had to be that guy that tagged him he couldn't just yeah. tag someone else whoever touched him he had to touch he had to, he always had to be the last person to to touch if, if he got touched he had to touch somebody he had to touch that person back and social distancing be, must be boring for him huh oh man oh, oh that's got to be rough <laughs> Oh, Rajay Davis, he got traded to us in the Giants in 07 for Matt Morris. And September of that year, we finally figured it out. He would take a baseball. During stretch and everything, he would go and he would tag every guy. But you wouldn't notice it. Like, people didn't notice it until September. They're like, what is he doing? He would go every day and at some point tag the other guy. And he felt complete after he tagged everyone. So that's a high sense of OCD then. Dude, 
Okay, and then you you add in he had four bottles of water that he would put in his locker. I, I love this is part of the things I miss about playing is observing, right? Like you see everyone's quirks. And this guy would have four bottles of water in his locker. They would never be drank, but it would be just lined up perfect. And you're going, wait, what is going on? He'd always have his headphones on. And then he finally told me, he goes, dude, I don't have any music going on. I just want to listen to everyone and not have them think that I was talking, <laughs> listening to everything they were saying. I was like, you go that far? I'm like, holy hell. Like he was one of the quirkiest a, humans. That had to be a while ago because today they don't talk to each other. So no, no, <laughs> yeah. J- uh, JJ, are hockey players that super? Yeah, super hockey players really superstitious, especially about how they put their gear on. You know, which sock you put on first, which skate you put on, all that kind of stuff. Were you? I mean, what was you three that they play? What, what were your biggest quirks? I was that. I was like that. I, I dressed the same way every day. I wore basically the same things. Actually, I wore the same things all the time. Ben kept his hairbrush in sixth grade. That yeah, was, we know that's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> no, like I bat, was... Batting gloves, I tried to – if I was hot in a batting glove, I, I and I'm talking about with the bat, not like just with the look, it just it, – it was always the batting glove's fault if I didn't get hits. So there was a lot of batting gloves I went through, let's just say. A lot yeah, of man. blaming. <laughs> that's the thing with <laughs> hockey players. They're hockey sticks. I mean, the, the stuff they go through – to get the blade just the right way. I'm sure you guys do it with the bats. I mean, you were pretty particular about your bats. I was. Mine mine were always, (laughs) I think they sent them to me, then they were already broken. So it really didn't matter for my bats. (laughs) Larry, you don't seem, you don't seem to be like the superstitious type to me. Like you would do the same thing. I thought, I think the phone would ring in the bullpen. You're like, okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, wait a minute. Huh? My now, biggest. What? No, you go ahead. You answer the question. I'm. I'm curious. My biggest thing was, um, like, I would put a dip in during the game, but I couldn't pitch with a dip in. I had to take the dip out and put in gum. I had to have chew chewing gum. And I couldn't have the dip in, and that was probably my big. But and then if I didn't pitch well, that, that gum, I would not chew it anymore once I threw it away. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use it. <laughs> <laughs> so now, like, I feel like, in my recollection of um, one of my big recollections of the Roy Halladay perfect game, which is coming up, was your um, like you were really nervous about it, and you were really hesitant to to break the old school superstition of talking about it while it was happening. I didn't want to make anybody else mad that I was talking about it. Uh, I think you just didn't want to get blamed for it. Exactly. Okay. Yes. But you're not that you're not superstitious about that. I mean, were you as a player? Like if it was going on in the, did you follow those that, that you guys didn't say anything? When I, let me tell you, when I threw my no hitter (laughs) in Victoria, in Victoria, yes. Deal trap. I I didn't I didn't think I wasn't thinking about stuff like that. I don't know why. I don't maybe I wasn't old enough or hadn't played long enough to understand. It was earlier in my career. But like uh, you were there, uh, uh, like Mike Scott, right? Were you there? Were you in Houston? Yeah. When, yeah. 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 So yeah. 
Would that, that have been was a situation future. where you didn't say anything? I, uh, nobody said anything. I, I, I kind of went, I, and I think a lot of guys just go along with the rule or the unwritten rule, but I, I don't think everybody believed that way. Well, I he think was cheating anyway. The one that got pointed, their finger pointed at it. What? He was he scuffing cheated. the ball anyway. He was cheating. <laughs> he scuffed. Ben, did you catch any no-hitters? No. Mm-mm. In the minor leagues or anything? Nope. I was going to say, like, as a catcher, be, like having to go and talk to these guys, and Larry, we're you know, not trying to break the thing and, and superstition of talking to the pitcher. The catcher's got to be like, dude, I want to talk to this guy. It's a one nothing game. I got to I gotta be able to, like, say something. Yeah, there's some guys that just – they just don't care. Yeah. I mean, you talk about Mark, Mark Burley in Chicago. Burley would go into his windup before I even put a sign down. Okay. And he, whatever, <laughs> he'd grab it and throw it. He just didn't care. I played with a guy um, years ago that we, they were farting and fooling around. And this guy was starting that night. He was starting pitcher that night. He just didn't care at all about anything. He just grabbed the ball and went out and threw. And he was fooling around with one of the position players, and he poured, like, all this water into this position player's shoes. And this guy just freaked out. He's like, what are you doing? Those are my gamers, man. He goes, what if I did that to you? He goes, I don't care. I still got in pitch. I, don't, I just don't care. <laughs> it's just like it, – but then you have certain other pitchers that are so yeah. – like, if you sit in their spot, they look at you like, how could you dare? You know, I'm starting tonight. It's just, it just depends on the player. I, I always know. found that fascinating, like watching the pitchers that were like that. Because I think when you bring up Doc in, in, in his anniversary, he was one way, and Cliff Lee was completely the opposite. Like there was, like he would talk to anyone and everyone. Oh, you want that? Oh, I don't care. I'm not going to sit there. Like you could sit whatever you want. And you're going, whoa, how they went about it. And they're two great pitchers, you right. know. And it's like that's in. It, it's fun to see how different guys could be. Did you guys did you have did you have any like if you were hot but your hair was I mean hot, yeah yeah things are going well and but your hair is getting so long you need a haircut but you're afraid you don't want to get it cut because you're in a hot streak and you're afraid that might throw you off I would I just did. cover it with my sixth grade brush Larry <laughs> yeah. no hey Larry I was in when I got over to Anaheim and I I was raking and Sosha comes up to me and he's like. You need to get a haircut. He called me F nuts. Yeah, he, he just because he thought I was all over the place and everything. So he called me F nuts, but he didn't say F. He said another word. But he goes, F nuts, you need to get a haircut. And I'm like, we're not the Yankees. He goes, no, 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 it's too long. And I'm going, like, I do not want to get my hair done right now. Like, this thing, it, this is a part of the deal. And next thing you know, I cut it. I think I went over 10. It's his fault, not mine. You're like Samson, you got all the power from your hair, right? I, ben, I, you, you, ben, right. you got yours from the brush, right? I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for all yeah, those I, years. That kind of stuff didn't bother me. But if I did have a good game, I would eat the same thing the next day. That's for sure. Huge. I love that. I love, that's the best part about it. Yeah. Yeah. But you would eat the same thing day after the game? I would. How about like Wade Boggs? I mean, he would literally eat chicken before every game. That's yeah. awesome. And drink a 36-pack. You're all good. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Before the bus left the ballpark. Yeah. And Scott Howard said so you can never go wrong with fried chicken. You really can't. <laughs> no, like, I, I heard a story that Charlie can – I, Can I comment on the fried chicken? Yeah. So, you know how much I like fried chicken? No, I don't know. Well, I didn't, I, you just I like food. 
Yeah. Well, I finally broke down. I've been wanting to go to Popeye's to get their fried chicken sandwich because they've been talking about it forever, you know? So, and I love, I love Chick-fil-A. I do. I went to Popeye's. I got their, their classic Chick-fil-A sandwich, no pickles. It was the best sandwich I've ever had in my life. Really? And not, no offense to Chick-fil-A. It was phenomenal. Like it was the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. Yeah. You, you ever you made your own fried chicken? Yeah, we make it. Did you get in a fight? No, why? Uh, oh, Popeye's? It was a phenomenal oh. chicken sandwich. And I wanted to go back today, but Megan, she wouldn't let me because it's too far away. What, guys, what was the one, one uh, ballpark where Sarge came back and said he didn't really like the chicken? There, there was, remember, we were, he'd always say, they can't go wrong with fried chicken. But then he, you guys came back from one trip and he goes, maybe occasionally you can go wrong with fried chicken. <laughs> I want to say it was Houston for some reason. I, I don't know. I mean, Houston is the one place they always had it. Bar, yeah. I mean, never failed. They always had yeah. it. So I don't think it was there. Yeah. Um, Tom, I remember. remember. It was, it was, Dog Tom was yeah. the ground shook when he said that. There was one place he didn't like the fried chicken. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I think Houston was so, uh, that was the one place we would go that every time you were there, every single night they'd have fried chicken. It was like, you know, you can go to the salad bar, you can go to the chicken bar. <laughs> so it's a, like when we go on the road, right? And they always have Philly cheesesteaks. It's like, why do they do that? Right. You know, we have Philly cheesesteaks. And they're not going to be good there. They're not as good as they are here, right? No chance. No chance. All the time. What was it when we went down to Sarasota? Sarge had the, uh, got the uh, Yoders? Is it Yoders? Yoders. When, yeah. Sarasota? Yeah. And, and then he, he called me or called you one of us once. And we were down there doing a game. And he says, hey, on your way home, stop at Yoders. Will you grab me some of that fried chicken? And I remember going by a Yoders. But it was like Yoder's Auto Parts. So <laughs> I called Sarge and asked me if he wanted me to pick some chicken up for him at Yoder's Auto Parts. He didn't like that. Uh, isn't there a, a place that does pies in Sarasota? Yoder's? That, didn't Tom stop there and get pie? Was it Yoder's? Maybe. I think so. Sarasota or Braden yeah. were there. Um, but, you know, those guys never – they didn't go – over that bridge ever. Sarge stopped going over the bridge. So. <laughs> he didn't that's like bridges? That's why he had to get you to stop at Yoder's. <laughs> did he not like bridges? Uh, uh, he did not like that Skyway bridge one bit. Really? No, he did not like going over that thing. So he had like a phobia about it, I guess. Yeah, huh? yeah he did not like it. So he'd call him every time we were going over it, and, you know, show him the video of it. Well, what if you, what if you, when you go over like the Gerard Point Bridge to go to the airport, what would he do? I don't know. Hmm. White knuckle it all the way? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hey, do you guys, have you ever been on one of those things where there's like, it's a round circle and every, there's like eight people and you pedal, everybody's pedaling, but you're only going one way. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, a beer, it's like a beer ride? Yeah. It's like that. Everyone's it's drinking, doing that? Yeah. No. Do they have those in San Diego? Yeah. Diago. San Diego, sorry. Yeah, San Diago. I just I, wonder because they have them out here, but they're in the water. It's like a floating tiki bar, and it's people sitting around. I don't know. I, I can't figure out who's steering it and how they know where they're going. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work. I don't want to be peddling out, in the, out while I'm having a cocktail. 
Yeah, because the tires don't really get you going anywhere. They don't, Larry. <laughs> Speaking of tires, how's the electric bike doing? We did them today. We were out there today. Had a great time. Real nice time. You're nice. still pedaling? Uh, not quite as much. <laughs> Have you done any wheelies? <laughs> no. Not off the curb? Nothing? But I did fall. No, Again? No. Oh, that's right. I told you. Only Slow once. fall. Slow fall. Yeah. Big tree fall hard. <laughs> and I was uh, down there, just just so everybody knows, in case you're not aware, Larry is still down in Florida, right? Yeah. And, um, everything's what open again or it's pretty normal here. I mean, restaurants you go, you look in, and the tables are six apart. You can't sit at the bar. Um, the the beach Saturday was unbelievably packed, but like Sunday and then this week, it's it's not it's there's some people down there, but it's not packed. It's not crowded, and most people are separated somewhat. So it's, it's and it's it hasn't been crazy really. Right. So Larry, well, you, even here in Jersey, I, I noticed Monday. Yeah, I went out. They were Walmart. They're jammed. Uh, it's not. I think it's been relaxed. I mean, just what people are doing is relaxing a little bit. But I had this idea for an app years ago that would have been money. And it, everyone told me that it would be the worst thing on earth because no one, no grocery store would let you do it. How do you not have an app that, that lets you go to like a Walmart, let's say, and gives you the best direction where it gives you everything that you need to go to? And it gives you just basically a map. You do this, it's efficient, you're out. Like, this would be the perfect time to have that. Yeah, I mean, they, they have already started in places like Lowe's, right? They have the, the computers or the robots that go get this stuff for you. That was really? just starting up. Yeah, they literally, you walk in and you, you, put, you enter the information and it takes you to where the stuff is. But. I don't think I've yet to be in Publix where I've gone down the aisle the right way. I've, I right? didn't even realize they had arrows to like the fifth time I was in Publix of which, which way you're supposed to go in each aisle. Well, in uh, Lowe's, Lowe's, you get on there and Home Depot, I guess, there are apps, you know, you get on there and, and they tell you where things are, like what, yeah. what, oh, yeah. or what bay or whatever, if you, if you want a certain product. But I tell you, I went to one, uh, I guess it was Saturday in, um, Plymouth meeting. I, I've never seen it that crowded, even non-quarantine. It was mm. like it was like nothing. I mean, everybody was wearing a face mask, but other right. than that, it was it was jam packed. Yeah. It, was, it was off the off the hook. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I went to my buddy's uh, hardware store, Ace Hardware store, the other day, and I said, Sean, I said, uh, you guys doing all right? He goes, Ben. He goes, it's, we can't keep stuff on the shelves. I mean, the place was mobbed because everyone's home doing, you know, home chores and yeah, building nice. stuff and taking care of their gardens and everything else. It's, it's amazing. Well, I'm going to drop Orchard Supply, even though that most of their shops have closed. Uh, we've hit Lowe's, Home Depot, and Ace. I just want to make sure sponsors were all taken care of if we had one of them on the hardware. Don't forget Tractor about Cosme. Tractor Supply Company. Gotcha. Yeah. John Deere's, all that. It's all good. It's, it's singular. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, it's not never Deere's. <laughs> I get, okay. Yep. I got Cosby it. Deli, don't forget Ethan Dickinson. <laughs> Who's dog? No, that's slider. Uh, what? Scott, how's, the, how's the chicken coop coming? Uh, it's coming along. Uh, I was just outside making the egg box 
um, the nesting box. And, Did you uh, get a manual on how to do this? Nope, nope, just drew it up. I was going to no. say that pencil in the hat, that's not bad. And uh, just putting it together. And uh, my son is really, really enjoying the, uh, the experience of nail guns and other pneumatic tools. Nice. Yeah. Do you guys, do you have rabbits? I don't, and I don't want them. No. No. No, T-Mac has rabbits. T-Mac has a lot of rabbits. Yeah. Like pets? Hey boys, this is great. Yeah. I, I got to go out. I got a flyers. Uh, season See you, JJ. You got to fly? So, great talking with you guys. Have I a will. good weekend. See you next week. You guys too. Take care. See you, JJ. Yeah, Tom says he has, Tom says he has rabbits, but there's a lot of rabbits. But even the wild ones that are outside of the rabbit cage that are like running around his yard and stuff, he said they all look like the rabbit that's in his cage. So he doesn't know how that happened. Dude, he so doesn't amazing. know whose rabbits they are. Yeah, he said the wild rabbits look like the one in his cage. So <laughs> we got Maze's food outside, right? And it's all sealed up with a. I mean, it's not locked up, but I mean, this thing is sealed tight. Three mornings in a row, I've woken up and the top's been off. Like, what the hell is getting on top of that thing to unscrew it? That's what I want to know. Tom's rabbits. Probably. Yeah. We, we got a, a couple rabbit rabbits rabbit. here. It didn't end well. No. Something got it. Mm. Yeah, we got something's been getting. Yeah, go wrong with rabbits. Those be getting in Meg, excuse me in Meg's flower pots out front. It's not making her happy. But all this time, making these these things are giant. These two flower pots, and if something keeps digging in it every night. It's making her upset. It's making her cross. Well, we heard we heard we put a, a little garden out back. Tenley wanted to do something like that. They said coffee grounds and eggshells keep rabbits out of your uh, that little area. Had you guys ever heard of that? They they have a repellent, a deer and rabbit repellent you can just buy. It smells oh. god awful. I mean, ugh. Well, coffee smells good, so yeah. And I thought your deer and rabbit repellent was like a a rifle of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> it's been. I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I was out this morning, boys. I get up at four thirty, go turkey hunting. And I had a really nice big Tom come into my left, but he was too far away, so I couldn't couldn't make it make a pass at him. He's in Jersey. What's that? He's in Jersey. Oh. <laughs> Different kind of Tom, Larry. Different kind of Tom. Um, All right, boys. I think that's enough for today. What do you think? Sure. When are we going to stop recording? Uh, whenever Rob Brooks hits the button. That will mean that set. today's show has ended. Hey, uh, Larry, stay safe down there, will you, partner? When did I come home? Um, perhaps we'll have some information that we can actually discuss here in the weeks ahead. I don't know. All right. I'll wait for that. Maybe. Otherwise, just enjoy that bicycle, pal. And your haircuts. <laughs> and the beard trim. And beard trim. Kevin, Ben. Thanks as always. Okay, Scott. Thanks for having me. See you.